Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today, we will be talking about moving beyond surviving and living to thrive. Does it just feel like you're just getting by? That what you're doing is just enough to keep you afloat, yet it doesn't feel satisfying? Like you're on a continuous treadmill that impedes your progress? That you feel that you're capable of great and amazing things and you're ready to unlock that greatness within you? Well, to do so, you have to move past surviving and live to thrive. Since we know we're all actually programmed to survive, which means just doing enough to keep existing, to remain alive. And when you remain in the survival mode, you're more reactive, which can leave you further behind when change occurs. And this keeps you stagnant. So it's a drag that just weighs you down mentally, emotionally, and physically. And this keeps you in waiting mode. And waiting for breaks to come your way. Waiting for things to turn around. Waiting for life to get better. And in waiting for things to happen for you, it can make you feel powerless to have any effect on the outcome you want. That that eventually leads to life slipping away. So, and in this waiting mode, the aim becomes to minimize your actions, to avoid the mistakes. It's almost like tiptoeing through life, not to cause a commotion, not to make a wrong move, not to fail. The aim is all about not doing, just sitting there. And I come to ask, is remaining alive enough for you? Is that what you really want? To settle for the easy things? that are given to you, if you're ready to move past surviving and embrace a life where you will thrive, start today and be committed to it. And thriving, it actually all starts in your mind first. It's evolving past being regulated by your brain. Our brain is there just to keep us safe, right? It is why this podcast is called Thriving Minds, because it all starts with building up the mind so you can thrive. It's getting out of that survival mode that we're all programmed and pushing yourself to excel and get ahead in whatever it is you choose to pursue. So no longer will you say, I hope to survive, but instead you'll say, I live to thrive. I am thriving. And to thrive, it means to grow, develop, and live a life on your terms to be fulfilled. It is envisioning a life of abundance and opportunity and working to make that happen. So this empowers you to fully take control of your life and put your future in the best hands, which is yourself. The one who has your best interest in you is you. So your values and sticking to them are at the core. Now, in pursuing and living a life of where you're thriving, it's still going to involve pain in whatever you do. But the perspective you gain allows you to use your experiences as a way to grow, to be better, and to be stronger from it. So you'll lean more into adversity and find great knowledge in the setbacks you encounter. Through all this, you become better at handling the inner struggles you face. Problems are still always going to exist, but un- understanding how to navigate your inner self 
is really going to help you adapt and align your actions to fuel your growth. And when you grow, you become more confident in yourself and more comfortable swimming in deep water. And what I mean by swimming in deep water is that you become more comfortable in the unknown of the things surrounding you. It requires constant effort to remain in that deep water. But as you're swimming in it, the more you do it, the more acclimated you become to not having that safety of something to stand on. So this helps to further tap into your resourcefulness that makes you more independent and composed. And that vastness that engulfs you will not seem as bothersome. And this is going to allow you to operate a lot more efficiently and more calmly. So when you're in shallow water, the base of what you're standing on gives you comfort that you're less likely to drown, that you can walk to safety if something is a danger to you or you think there's a danger present. And when you become accustomed to that shallow water, you limit the growth that you can experience that's going to restrict your confidence in the things you really want to pursue. So it keeps you in what is familiar, even if what is familiar can feel suffocating. It'll give you just enough time to breathe, only to keep you alive and continue suffocating you. Living a life where you thrive breaks free from that and is an ongoing journey that that is going to continuously be surrounded around making progress in any part of your life. And this goes beyond just meeting your goals. While it can feel great and satisfying to reach the goals that you set for yourself, that feeling only lasts so long. But thriving gives you the ability to enjoy the process, to focus on it, and your satisfaction comes from the journey along the way. So this helps remove the need of comparing yourself to others to validate how you view yourself. And it becomes more about focusing on yourself and excluding that outside noise of trying to appease what others want. And this gives you the ability to harness more of your energy on the things within your control. You know, it's really amazing how much you can get done when you remove these distractions. Focusing on one thing at a time, it's almost like a superpower because all of your energy is put into what you're working towards too. The more dialed into what you're doing, the better chance you have at making progress. So if you think about trying to catch two rabbits at the same time, they're, they're going to have a better chance of escaping you. But if you focus on catching one rabbit at one time, you increase your chance of catching it. So aim to make things simple. And for you to thrive, it's all dependent on what you see fit. It is a very specific path that you take. So while others might be thriving in their own life, following that same path might not work for you. It is very much a customized route for each person. And when you find that right fit, you become more excited about the future of what yet is to come because you seize opportunity as it arises. This helps you have fulfilling experiences because you understand you have the power to mold your future as you want. Now, this doesn't mean it's going to be all smooth throughout your journey, but that understanding of continuous progress is going to lead you to breakthroughs 
of things that sometimes you might not have even imagined that it can be better than what you envision. So as you grow, so does everything else in your life. It's your confidence, your appreciation, your resolve, your grit. Just everything about you is going to grow. Abundance just comes about that continuously gives you hope. So to begin to thrive, start by tearing away at all the limitations that you think you have. And to do so, question why they're there. Is it because you did it before and you failed so you shouldn't do it again? Or is it because others have told you you can't do it? And if we remember, our brains are programmed to keep us safe. So it will put limitations on us through things like self-doubt. The more time you can spend questioning and analyzing these limitations, you can start to erode at that stingy feeling that you might be experiencing uh, when you think about those limitations. And as you come to understand more about it, you eventually come to find that uh, keeping it in your head just dramatizes things. And to get past this, change a few simple words such as those with negative connotations like can't, impossible, unrealistic, it's already been done, those restrictive words. Have you ever noticed that even simple phrases such as, why can't I be better? Why can't I do that? Is focused on the negative. In a sense, you default to what can't be done. And instead to overcome it, replace it with, I can become better by doing this repeatedly. Or, how can I be better? So removing that helps you remove some of those limitations that we that you might put. So this is going to help you focus on the things that are possible as you're able to, to just tear away at those limitations. And many of these limitations are actually just an illusion because not enough thought has been given to overcome certain scenarios. It just becomes easier just to say, oh, it's not possible, oh, it can't be done. But once you commit enough time to, to solving ways to make it happen, you can begin to thrive. And as you tear down these limitations, then start asking yourself, how can I grow? How can I be better? And taking action towards it. It is all about progress and not the results alone. If you were better today in some way or another than you were yesterday, you're thriving. And it can be anything really, such as improving how you handle failure by doing difficult things or gaining more knowledge through actively reading or taking on new experiences that you're unfamiliar with, uh, which is going to help you gain perspective. So the action that you take to build yourself up is strengthening you and helping you become more prepared for something much greater. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are as we all have different starting points when we begin, but the intention is to move forward even if it's in small incremental steps. And this can start off by fostering the right thoughts to move from surviving to thriving. The thinking should be, what are the possibilities out there for me? And when you start leaving behind that survival mode that holds you back, you can really flourish. One of the things that you should look to figure out for yourself is, what do you really want 
for yourself? Why do you want it? And what are you doing to make progress towards it? So when you can answer this, it becomes a lot clearer what you're striving for. You can build yourself up to that vision that you that you have. Knowing what you're striving for helps you identify what behaviors you need to incorporate to, to get closer to what you want. And the more you know what you're working towards, the better you can gauge how far you need to go to get there. And this motivates you to work for something as it becomes more tangible and real. Without it, it becomes more and more vague. If you can measure it, the better chance you have at managing your growth. So if thriving means living a healthy, well-balanced life, then certain metrics are going to help you identify what exactly to aim for. Now, my meaning of living healthy and well-balanced, if I leave it as that, is, is very vague. And depending on how I feel, some days it'll seem like I'm living healthy and some days I won't. So if I'm feeling good that day, even though I had uh, fried chicken, uh, I might feel healthy. You know, it's all, it's all just a little too subjective. But once I can start measuring what it means to live healthy, I understand what the goal is. And this might mean exercising for 45 minutes four times a week eating well-balanced meals, reading an hour daily, and completely cutting out sugary drinks, I can then modify my behaviors around these metrics that I've set for myself. And these metrics will help me live a life where I can thrive. So whatever it is that's going to help you thrive, setting certain metrics is going to help you to continuously progress. And then as you start meeting these goals, you can take them further that's going to help you just grow overall. You build on the work that you've accumulated in your journey. Then you can start building momentum through the actions you take, no matter how small. So if you have a thought that is going to help you thrive, run with it. And it can be as simple as speaking it out, writing it out, or doing something that gets you, gets that thought in motion. This is going to help you condition you to follow through on the things that you set your mind to. It makes you take yourself more seriously. So when you say you're going to do something, it actually means you're going to do it. I even do this with small things such as when I'm eating chips. I actually set a count on myself of how much I, I'm going to eat. So I might say, I'm going to have eight. And, and yes, there's times where I want to be, I want to eat more than, than what I set for myself. But if I do that, this causes me to not take myself as seriously going forward. And eventually, I would build momentum into bigger things. I remember when I used to rodeo, I would travel for overnight stays. And instead of paying for a hotel, I would just camp out. And I remember this one particular rodeo. Me and my buddy were setting up our flight and, and figuring out where we're going to stay. And I told him, hey, man, I'm not paying for a hotel. I'm just camping out for free um, at this one park that I know. And I remember he told me, man, shut up, man. You're not serious. And I told him, no joke, bro. I'm going to do it. So the day of the rodeo, we meet up. And he actually asked me, hey, man, so where are you staying at since he didn't take me seriously? And I told him, man, I'm camping out. I wasn't joking around. And I just remember the look on his face was like, damn, this guy's for real. So those small steps that I took, it helped me get to that point. 
So now I've been conditioning myself of the, the things I really want to do and I say it out loud and eventually I work towards it to make it happen. So it helps me take myself more seriously. And so for you to continue to thrive, reward yourself for the effort that you put in. You know, generally we've been so conditioned for the results that everything else becomes irrelevant. We're so consumed by which team won the game, what grade did I get on my exam, how much money did I earn, or the list of my accomplishments. And what gets lost throughout the process is the effort that was put in. So while someone may have an impressive resume of the things that they've achieved, it doesn't show how much effort or growth was made throughout that time. Maybe they didn't have to work as hard to achieve what they did. Maybe it just came very naturally to them. So they were just so much further ahead than, than others, right? So I, I still remember there's this one interview of, of Walter Payton, the great Hall of Fame running back, uh, prior to the Super Bowl in 1985. Uh, there was a question that was asked, so Walter, what do you want to accomplish in this game? And his response was not the typical, uh, I want to score this many touchdowns, I want to have this many yards and, and win the game, right? But he actually had a very thoughtful response where he said, I want to be exhausted after this game. I want it to be where I'm the most tired. That he wanted it to be, to feel like it's it, it was the most grueling game he's ever played. And he wanted to feel like he earned it. And his team ended up uh, winning the game in a dominant fashion. But because he focused his on his efforts, it helped lead to the results that they got. And because we're so consumed by results, it is so easy to cheer for the winners. Uh, but this comes to devalue effort. And effort is what makes things progress. You know, I, I think back to the movie Talladega Nights. And the one character, Ricky Bobby, who was a, a race car driver, says, if you're not first, you're last. And I guess this is something his dad told him. And I know this is just a, a, a movie, uh, but it was a, a good comedy. And it pokes fun a bit about the need to be the best. And in trying to be the best, there's the danger of associating your self-worth with being the best. And if that is the case... What happens when you're not the best? Does that mean you're any less worthy? It, it, it almost breeds that mentality of dog eat dog where your success has to come at the expense of somebody else's loss. You know, and this can breed jealousy and resentment, which are things that are just going to hold you back and, and keep you in that survival mode. So work to reward the efforts that you put in in whatever you do, cultivate that constructive self-talk that values the effort, uh, things such as I'm going to give it my all until until I'm exhausted or I'm going to try my guts out. And the more you can foster this, the less dependent you will be on the outcome. This will help develop an internal satisfaction of the things you do. And to keep thriving, make yourself a priority. Take the time for yourself to rejuvenate, to process, to enjoy, to grieve, whatever it is that, that's going to benefit you, take that time to do so. 
you know, uh, survival mode just keeps us giving our time and ourselves away to other people and, and things for their benefit, looking to satisfy their needs, their expectations, to see if they approve of what you're doing for them is just taken away from you. And thriving means breaking free from that and diverting more of your time for yourself so you can be better and have more opportunities. It does not mean that you don't do anything for anybody else, but you got to get yourself in a position to thrive before you can truly help other people or just work on on other things, right? And when it comes time to, to help others, just be slow to give your time away at, at someone else's request. And if they have a problem with it, then they don't value you and your time enough to be patient. Strive to have the things you do be symbiotic where you're helping others is helping you. And avoid that parasitic relationship where others are just draining energy from you. It's not selfish to make yourself a priority. It is a basic requirement for you to truly thrive at whatever you're doing. So give yourself the time to bring out your best qualities and, and get to a place mentally where you can truly be yourself. I think too many times we have, we have to tone down ourselves so others can feel comfortable. And this just conforms and restricts the greatness within you. So while other people are walking on eggshells, it's okay to stomp all over them. But just remember, the goal is not to be belligerent to other people. But living to appease others can slowly erode at you. So do things that work for you. Make time to be creative, to try new things, to fail, and make mistakes. For these are actually great life lessons that are going to serve you well in whatever path you choose. Stay true to yourself because really, why should you really care what others think about you? As long as you accept yourself for who you are, what more do you need? And when you can live like this, you can weed out all the trash that is just cluttering your space. How you feel about yourself becomes independent of all those external things. And as you make more time for yourself, think of your life in the big picture instead of only seeing and living for today and maybe even tomorrow. Look years and decades down the line and see what you truly want for yourself. Not just merely, I'll get what I'm hoping for later down the line. Because if you're not actively working towards it, it's probably not going to come. Who else is going to make what you want to happen? And be aware that living a life in which you thrive will require a short-term loss for a long-term gain. So... Surviving is about worrying about right now, and thriving is preparing for what's possible. And as you build this life in which you can thrive, consistently feed your mind with empowering information. For you to thrive in your life, you have to thrive in your mind first. And the things that you consume are going to affect your mind. So make sure it is things that are strengthening and building your mind to prepare you to be better in everything you do. You believe what you consistently reinforce, whether that's good or bad, and it's going to reinforce what you choose to consume. Your mind is your biggest asset as it allows you to adapt and overcome the challenges you face. So seek out the things that challenge you, that get you outside your comfort zone, that forces you to think outside the realm 
uh, in which you traditionally operate. These experiences are going to refine many of the great qualities within you that's going to help enrich your life. And just like a muscle, for it to continue to strengthen, continue to stress it, continue to challenge it. Challenge yourself to be more. And to be more, you have to do more. Yes, it can be scary and unsettling in the beginning, but as you commit to a life in which you will thrive, an amazing transformation will take place. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you're interested about finding ways in which you can thrive, check out thrivingminds.live. All right, until next time.